Please remain standing with me as I bring you the word of God on the wings of the message last week, which was titled, and rightly so, Insightfulness. This morning, taking it to the second gear, I want to speak to you by the grace of God on the subject, how insight works or insight at work. Insight at work. The scripture that started all this is about the man at Bethsaida. The Bible says some people brought a sightless man and begged Jesus to give him a healing touch. I established that you can have eyes but lack sight. And I established also that you can be blind but have sight. Let me start by sharing a testimony I heard from Pastor Yomi Badejokusan. And maybe some of you should join us at the Monday prayer meeting, which he hosts on behalf of the Island Church. He said something, and as soon as he said it, I took off like a plane. Not a plane that needs a runway. Not a helicopter that moves um, vertically or a Harrier jump jet. I took off like a rocket directly to the heavenlies. He said, I knew a man who was blind. I was quite close to him. Unfortunately, he died. And they sent word to me that he wanted on his death to start a foundation to help some causes. To that foundation alone, apart from other things he had, he left a hundred thousand dollars. And they called YBO to be part of the trustees of the foundation. And he said, I was shocked. A man that was blind all his life died in only one part of his life. He left a hundred thousand dollars to do what they think is right for some good causes. And he said that they said, me, that I am, have eyes and alive. I don't have 100,000 sitting anywhere. And by the time I have 100,000, something that is going to need it is waiting for it. He asked them on the, on the, on the program, said, does anybody have 100,000 that you do? just keep? Say, in case I die, just use this one for something. Something you have and you can forget about it. He said, I have eyes. But the man who doesn't have eyes has better sight that can produce this kind of results. He that hat an ear, let him hear. You need more than eyes. You need sight, insight, foresight, farsight, and oversight. If God is going to settle you, you're going to need more than these eyes. We're talking about the eyes of understanding that is at work. We're talking about perfect sight. The Bible says when Jesus finished with this man, he regained perfect sight, which is insightfulness. And I broke it down to the five component parts of sight. So this morning, I want to speak to you as part two, insight at work or how insight works. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the year 2022, there is a year for us to be settled after we have suffered a little while. Truth be said, if truly you were God, 
more of a God of opportunities that you will create for us. Divine opportunities. More than the God of ready-made blessings that Africans are always pursuing all over the place. Then it is the truth that we have to gain insight so that we do not miss the great opportunities that could make us become those who reign in life. Father, help us. Let this word, let this teaching, let this exercise give as it were to this man we read about us 2020 sight and insight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father Lord, for you, because this this word is at work in our lives, and truly will be settled, and things will be settled down in our lives to the glory of your name. Blessed be God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hmm. So keep Ambassador in mind. He saw the woman. The woman saw him. Everybody else saw the woman. The woman saw everybody else. But there was a sighting going on. When greatness enters the room, may you be sighted in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Upon being sighted by him, he was smart enough to say, I'm not sure I have 2020 sight. You know, sometimes we're too quick to speak. The Bible says, be quick to hear, but slow to speak. And when you don't know what to do, know who to ask. I want to break down the story of Joseph because that's what the Holy Spirit said I should share with you. And I want you to pay rapt attention. There was a blessing in the house of Jacob called Joseph. He was a, he was blessing personified. In fact, he was opportunity personified. In the house he was born, he was not recognized. Amongst the ten brothers that preceded him, they refused to recognize him because opportunity can live in your house and you don't recognize it. What use is opportunity you don't recognize? But when this Joseph, I call him Joseph the great opportunity, showed up in Egypt, I want to ask you, the captain of the army called Potiphar, who bought him? Did he show insight? Did he exhibit farsight the way he handled Joseph, the one that God gave to anybody as a great opportunity? I want the church to think about this question. The first man that Joseph encountered actually paid the price and bought him. And I'm going somewhere with this. Just because you bought something does not mean you have insight. He bought him. He didn't have to pay him a salary. He was a slave. And took him to his house. In the play out of events. In the relationship between Potiphar and Joseph. Can you show me that he. Potiphar dealt with this great opportunity. That he bought with his own money. Brought into his house. Did he deal with him with insight? Did he exhibit farsight? How many people say they had insight and farsight? How many people say he didn't have insight, he didn't have farsight? Ah, This is a brilliant church. Now, I'm going somewhere. Now, just because you saw something first, just because it lives in your house, was born in your house, just because you have command over a great opportunity does not mean 
you will enjoy all the possibilities trapped within that great opportunity so you need to be quite careful this morning you need to listen to me good what i'm saying now after that event in potiphar's house potiphar took his own hand and carried his great opportunity and put it in a dungeon and it was called the king's dungeon and left his great opportunity my prayer for you is this you won't use your hand to bury your great opportunity this man even paid he even paid to buy the opportunity it wasn't just he was staff he owned the opportunity ah, this morning pray one prayer say lord mean if you're i will use my own hand to do myself hey father deliver us from foolishness and so if pharaoh lacked insight and foresight concerning joseph the great opportunity along comes pharaoh now this great opportunity lived in the house of potiphar and yet potiphar still did not have insight about it he had experiences of how god was with joseph and still lacked insight i want to warn you just because you experience somebody does not mean you have insight into who the person is and pharaoh comes along never seen joseph in his life before just heard about him oh the butler said ah i remember this day my scene and my offense there was a friend that can interpret dreams and brought him just one sighting Potiphar exhibited that he had insight and had foresight and ended up enjoying this great opportunity reigning in insight in what somebody else paid for. This, this is Pharaoh now began to enjoy what Potiphar paid for but lacked insight in. Ownership does not mean you will enjoy what you have and the saddest part is joseph's brothers a great opportunity was born in your house and you use your hand to sell it and where he went you are going to beg for food which means the whole prosperity was in that blessing. If he stayed in your house, all that blessing will have showed up in your house. May foolishness make the Lord deliver us from foolishness. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Clearly, Joseph's ten brothers had only eyes, but they had no sight. And they certainly had no insight. They would have died in the famine except that the great opportunity had mercy on them i'm going to read some scripture to your hearing because in the year the lord wants to settle us you better have inside ambassador you said something and i think pastor Kola highlighted he said when she sent for you you prepared yourself that's all joseph did he shaved off what he needed to shave us he changed some things in order to change. The Bible says he made himself presentable and I crafted a prayer on that uh, point. 
before he met Pharaoh. So Pharaoh, he helped Pharaoh to be able to, not just to see him, to sight him. I want to pray for you. That jaga jaga, anyhow, you go into some places that God will give you insight, sight and insight to know when you're going to appear for somebody, before somebody that can change your life, that you will not go the way you used to go. You will shave off what you need to shave off, all those attitudes. You will make yourself presentable so that the great person can sight you and, and partner with you the same way Pharaoh partnered with Joseph to produce the greatness. And so shall it be for any member of Grace Assembly saying Amen. Let it be so in Jesus name. How inside works or insight at work. If you don't see something at work, you can only guess how it should work. If I gave you a plane and you never saw how it worked, or even a flat screen TV, you may stumble and you may never maximize it. So we want to see insight at work. Genesis 39 verses 1 to 5, the New Living Translation. This is Joseph, the great opportunity showing up in Egypt. When Joseph was taken to Egypt by the Ishmaelite traders, he was purchased. I told you, he was purchased by Potiphar. Potiphar, an Egyptian officer, Potiphar was captain of the guard for Pharaoh. <laughs> Pharaoh had no idea. Ah, let somebody buy something that me, I will collect. Potiphar bought, Pharaoh collected for free. May you not buy, and it's somebody that will enjoy it for free in Jesus' name. Verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph. Listen to this. In Potiphar's house. Potiphar had some experiences that should have enabled him to sight what is going on. The Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of, the, of his Egyptian master. Verse 3. This is serious. Potiphar noticed this. And yet he still had lacked insight. He noticed that God was with him and made everything for, to succeed. And he still went and cast this opportunity into jail. Huh. He noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph. Giving him success in some things he did. Giving him some sex in a little of the things he did. In everything he did. Brilliant opportunity. Bible says this pleased Potiphar so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant one made him a chief steward the other one made him a prime minister how insight works he saw that God was with him making him succeed in everything and all he made him was a steward, chief steward. The other one made him the prime minister. What you do about the great opportunity that comes into your life will determine where you remain or where you go. They both recognized, Pharaoh recognized instantly, where can we find a man like this? And instantly he took an insightful decision above all his wise men, above all his ministers, say you are number two. As a matter of fact, I will touch nothing that is under your hand. Just by title, will I be better than you? Where do you place 
your opportunity when it shows up. Oh, I'm going somewhere with this message. He made him his personal ascendant and put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From that day, Joseph was put in charge of the master's household and property. And the Lord, listen to this, began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. How do you take the person for whom God blessed you and you go and put him in jail? Some have eyes, but they lack sight. All his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. You know, let me tell you how I segment people. When I see people that God shows great opportunities to and they put it under the drawer, I, I put them in a category. I'm looking for those that if they got an opportunity, they will use it the way ambassador used it. There are many potifers, even in grace assembly. But my prayer is you become a pharaoh. Oh, you didn't say that because you didn't get to where I'm going. <laughs> hmm. My insight on how insight works, listen, is this. Opportunity can change location if you don't hold it well, well. It's up on the screen. My insight on how inside works is this opportunity is not tied to your house opportunity will change location if you don't hold it well i have a message i'm going to start it about it's titled team up when you meet something that works you team up like pharaoh did you don't make him your steward Where you put your opportunity, where you place it, makes me know how much sense you have. I preach a sermon, the 360 degrees, spirituality, sensitivity, and sensibility. A lot of Christians have only spirituality. They don't have any sense, sensibility. And they certainly know it's spirituality sensitivity is sensitivity that takes a man that have eyes to begin to walk in insight. Spirituality, sensitivity, and then sensibility. It is when spiritual and sensitivity come together, as far as I'm concerned, that sensibility begins to be manifest. Potiphar did not have sensibility. Well, you remember that opportunity can change location if you don't hold it well, well, you wake up. And you'll go and play this sermon over and over. Some of us, the moment we leave church, we've forgotten what the pastor said. It's not wise. There is a present truth that God is sending to you that will precede your opportunity showing up. If Potiphar had a pastor like me, he would not have done what he did. Potiphar had eyes but lacked insight and lost the opportunity, the great opportunity called Joseph. He lost it to who? To Pharaoh who had enough insight to see that Joseph was the great opportunity. And what did Pharaoh do about it? So Pharaoh teamed up with Joseph. He said, you and I, indivisible. As a matter of fact, not only did he make him prime minister, he gave him a wife. Because once you hold a man's heart, it's not likely he's going anywhere. Listen, Joseph could have sorted out the famine and gone back to Egypt. He died in Egypt. 
Ah, Potiphar, only inside. Put your hand on it and say, Lord, let me have insight like Potiphar. Everything he downloaded, everything about Joseph, and he kept it. I will show you scripture today. You will say, yea. People think it is only children of God that have insight. No, 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 no. Some people that are not Christians, they have insight. That's why the Bible says the children of this world, they're wiser than the children of the kingdom. Genesis 41, 38 to 41. I want to show you Potiphar's response to the great opportunity called Joseph. He cited him. Ah! Pharaoh cited him, but Potiphar only saw him. Be careful with people that see you, but they don't cite you. I generally am very selective now. If all you can see is see me, you don't cite me. You won't talk about me the way Ambassador talks about me. You won't talk about me the way Mr. James talks about me. Generally, you can't help people who all the who see you, they don't cite you. Your anointing doesn't produce anything. You need to move on. Genesis 41, 38 to 41, I read. Then Pharaoh said to his officials, Isn't this the man we need? Not we want. Can I tell you something? When your great opportunity comes, if you react to it like, Do I want it? Do I not want it? You are a compound fool. The word need is koshemani. May you not exchange the koshemani for the something you just want in Jesus' mighty name. Isn't this the man we need? Are we going to find anything, anyone else who has God's spirit in him like this? Someone say insight. Say insight. So Joseph said to Pharaoh instantly, Joseph, you are the man for us. God has given you the inside story. No one is as qualified as you in experience and wisdom. From now on, you are in charge of my affairs. All my people will report to you. Down the line. Only as king will I be over you. So Pharaoh commissioned Joseph. Someone say commission. When your great opportunity comes, you better commission it. He says, I'm putting you in charge of the entire country of Egypt. Somebody say inside. When you spot that kind of opportunity, you team up. My insight on how insight works in this case is when you cite a great opportunity like this, you team up with that person. Let me show you the results. Genesis 47, 13 to 20, I read from the New King James Version. Let me read quickly. After he had given the solution, he had set up the silos. This is what happened. Now there was no bread in all the land. For the famine was very severe, so that the land of Egypt and the land of Cana languished because of the famine. The land of where? Egypt and the land of what? Canaan. The blessed land too languished. If you lack insight, holding on to your covenant, you will miss where God wants to sustain you. 
And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of what? And in the land of what? Oh, so it means somebody outside the kingdom can collect the money of the kingdom if we're not wise. For the grain which they bought, and Joseph brought what? The money into where? Pharaoh's house. You haven't seen anything. So when the money failed, the money finished. There was no more money. In the land of Egypt and where? In the land of Canaan. (laughs) All the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us bread. For why should we die in your presence? For the money has failed. I want to warn people that pursue only money. Uh, Money, mate. (laughs) Money cannot... (laughs) Money... (laughs) Let me go on. (laughs) Verse 16. Then Joseph said, Give your livestock and I will give you bread for your livestock in exchange for your livestock for the money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph and Joseph gave them bread in exchange for their horses, the flocks, the herds of the cattle of the herds of the herds and for their donkeys. Thus he fed them with bread in exchange for what? For all their livestock in only one year. The money is gone. The livestock is gone. And they were predominantly uh, cattle rearers. When that year had ended, verse 18, they came to him the next year and said to him, We will not hide from my Lord that our money is gone. My Lord has our heads of livestock. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord but our bodies and our lands. Why should we die before your eyes, both we and our land? Buy us. And our land for bread. And we and our land will be servants of Pharaoh. Give us seed that we will live and not die. That the land may not be desolate. Then Joseph bought all the land of Egypt. For who? For every man of the Egyptians sold his field. Because the famine was severe upon them. So the land became Pharaoh. This is how Joseph insightfully saw the opportunities hidden in the problem called the famine. He then converted those opportunities and made Pharaoh even greater than his royal ancestors. The Pharaohs before had lost the land over generations. This young Pharaoh regained everything. And all he did was team up with the right person. And this right person was bought by another person. This right person was made only a steward in the house of the fool. But in the house of the wise man, he was made a vice president. The result is before you. Insight at work. And those to whom God gave this great opportunity was born amongst them they sold it and they came back begging for food when God wants to settle you don't send your great opportunity out 
when God wants to settle you, when you buy the opportunity, don't make the opportunity put the person at a low level. You know, guess this. One conversation with him, Pharaoh said, you'll be next to me only in rank. He did not ask the permission of everybody in the hierarchy. When it is time for you to make your decision, may you make it with insight. Pharaoh became the greatest of all pharaohs. I wonder why people see great opportunities and don't team up. If you read this scripture further now, after verse, um, no, after he made him Pharaoh, I think that's um, Genesis 38, after verse 41, you will see that he gave him a wife. Pharaoh was dangerous. He had foresight. And he enjoyed oversight. What if I'm talking about you? What can you see? And can I tell you another thing? Stop hanging around people who can see you, but they can't sight you. The only way Joseph was going to be able to show that he was a great blessing to mankind was to find somebody that would partner with him. A lot of us are languishing in the house of Potiphar. And even after Potiphar's wife stops him, let me talk about that for a minute. You see, you may have stumbled onto a blessing. Don't make decisions based on only emotional surges. When his wife started that nonsense, what he had seen with Joseph's life, that God was with Joseph. And if Joseph was not such a good man, God will not be with What is this woman talking about? The least he will have said is, okay, you know what? You stay on this side. Leave this man on this side. A lot of us just make silly, emotional, impulsive decisions in the face of great opportunities. He buried his own opportunities. I tell you what, if he stayed in Potiphar's house, what he did in the palace, he would do in Potiphar's house. Because he carried it. I want to close. So after he bought all the land, including Potiphar's land, does he need to talk to Potiphar? A word is sufficient for the wise. Can you stand to your feet this morning? Yeah, go ahead if you want to clap. If you know that this is wisdom. I want you to put your hand on your forehead. Pray Lord. Ah, may I not just see. May I sight the great opportunity. That will settle me. So that my life will settle down. Lord, don't let me put that great opportunity in the wrong position. May my great opportunity not relocate somewhere else. Ah, Potiphar had to see what Joseph became. It must have been difficult for him to say, and I had this blessing in my house. You need to pray. Hey. <laughs> Potiphar had to sell his land and everything he had to have food for his family.
I want you to pray. Say, Lord, beyond eyes, give me sight that I may sight what God is doing in my life. I want you to pray. Say, beyond sight, Olua, give me insight so that I can see what others don't see. Give me foresight so that I can anticipate what is going to happen. Give me foresight so that I can tell the end of the matter from the beginning. If anybody any of the officials had a problem with Pharaoh picking Joseph to be the vice president. The results will make a fool of that complainant. Pray. Say, Lord, in this year that you want to do mighty things. The Bible says the man that was sightless regained perfect sight. Pray. Say, Lord, may I gain perfect sight insightfulness begins to be the definition of who I am. That beyond sight, I have insight. I have foresight. I have farsight. I reign in life with oversight. Pray. I know what God wants to do this year. Pharaoh should have ended in shame. A king that everything had broken down into beads. A king that was begging for food like other kings. He became the king of the kings all over the place. Not by himself, by who he partnered with. Begin to pray. Say, Lord, this year, help me to notice who I need to partner with. Some of you have made decisions too quickly in life. And you're stuck with the wrong partner. Help me, oh God. Pharaoh went into partnership with Joseph. He became literally the king of all kings. He owned all the land. He owned all the money. He owned all the cattle. Just the right partner. Pray, say this year, help me to team upright. Help me, oh God. I'm jealous over you because I know what God wants to do. And I pray for you that, Lord, please, let the scales fall out of, not only the eyes, out of our hearts. The foolishness of decisions, let these things not continue to repeat in our lives. Pharaoh so teamed up, he gave him a wife, so that the man, his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, were born in Egypt. He planted him in Egypt because he knew the man was a blessing. Ah, Oluwa. May we not end up like Potiphar. Potiphar was the first in time. But he was a fool of all times. The game changer. Would be your ability to sight the opportunity. With insight. To respond. With a permanence. And as quickly as you can. Pray one last prayer. May I see the miracle that is in my house, Lord. May I see the miracles that are around me. May I recognize who is who. And make my decision quickly. For the change that I need to see. The change I have waited for. The change that will change my generations, oh God. Thank you, Father Lord. I give you all the praise, oh God. In this year, 2022, the year God wants to settle us, we will be settled. 
and we can now reign in life to the glory of the name of the Lord. Blessed be our King. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. What kind of amen is this? What kind of amen is that? Hallelujah. Help me look at your neighbor. Say, Me, I have gained insight. <laughs> pray for that person. I pray that you to gain insight. <laughs> Don't let the opportunity relocate to me because I will keep it permanently. <laughs> Glory to God. I want you to clap your hands and bless the Lord. What a great God that we serve. <laughs> Hallelujah. You may be seated. You now understand. What happened to Ambassador? Somebody said, come into my office every day. And now it appears to me there is a teaming up. Very soon we will see results in the life of Ambassador in Jesus' mighty name. The woman had cited something that perhaps some of us in the same church with him cannot cite. Bible says, having eyes, they cannot see. Look at your neighbor and say, look at me well, well, oh. Say, look at me where well, well, oh. Don't look at me with your koro koro eyes, oh. With your eyes of understanding. What do you cite? Don't you cite greatness? Don't you cite your opportunity? Put those hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. 